Welcome back to Jackson Transplants, the welcome committee for transplants. Jacksonians welcome, but not necessary. I am Ashley Kelly, the host, lifelong transplant, serial entrepreneur, world-renowned picky eater, and award-winning cynic. In this episode, I chat with Bobby Rush, Grammy-winning blues legend. In addition to Grammy-winning, he has been inducted into the Blues Hall of Fame, has won 12 Blues Music Awards, and has been named B.B. King Entertainer of the Year, and has made cameos in movies most recently, Dolomite Is My Name, starring Eddie Murphy. much for agreeing to do this interview. Um, a couple of weeks ago, my husband and I finished your book entitled I Ain't Stunned Ya, My American Blues Story. And I have to tell you, um, which I'm not supposed to tell you, but <coughs> I had to practice saying stutton. And my husband told me, don't use a D, just say stutton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was a smart man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so like I said, I loved your book. Um, not only did I learn a lot about you, it was a, a lessons in blues as well. So throughout the process of reading, I was looking at the different artists you mentioned on Wikipedia. So I have a ton of stuff I need to learn. Um, but my first question is that, you know, bi biographies are always so interesting to me. So I wanted to know what was your process. Um, have you kept a journal since you were like a child or did you just sit down one day and start writing? No, uh, my whole life been a, been a book mm -hmm. and I, where I live, where I've been, what I've done. And I wrote about pretty much my life, where I've been, what I've done. Mm -hmm. I wrote about a few things, what I wanted to do. And what I desired to do and didn't didn't happen that way, but I wrote about the ups, the downs, the mishaps, what have you. Mm -hmm. And I tried to write this book in a way that uh, it wouldn't get bored to you. That's why so many moving parts about this book. Yeah, you know, I didn't I didn't dwell on one subject so long to to that you get didn't know where I was going. I get tired of waiting on the, the direction or the answer for the question, you know. Yeah. But so I wanted to, I wanted to make myself known in this book that I was a guy who saw a lot of things and wanted to come to light, good and bad. Yeah. yeah. And I and I want to bring the light on because me as a black man, there's a lot of things that happened to me because I was black. Mm -hmm. But I want I want the world to know that a lot of things happened to me in spite of me being black, being black. What I meant about that, that was a lot of black people who did harm to me, too. Yeah. Far white people. It wasn't always white people who did it to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the, the law and was made to, in some some way to, wasn't made for me as being a black man, but nevertheless, I have to benefit from him, from those things, by the mistake 
I make and other people make with me. Because if you learn from a mistake, it's really not a mistake. It's a stepping stone to what you should or should not do. Right, right. Is there a story that you wish you could have told that's not included in the book? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but but the book is to tell every story that to be told and everything that's important to me. It may not be important to someone else. Then it'd be too drawn out to tell everything I know. But after after uh, you know after eight or seven years of this living yeah. you have a lot to tell you you can't tell it in one book you know and i've been places that i thought i never would be i did things i thought i never would do and i'm at a place now i thought i would never be in you know right so uh if if i had wrote this book just a year later i probably would have wrote something different especially when they marched in on the white house like they did i probably would have wrote something different right <laughs> you know Okay. Um, did anyone call you about your book? Any of your peers and ask you, like, why did you put a particular story in the book? Did you hear any of that? Yeah, I, I heard some of that. I heard, I heard a uh, few musicians who thought I should put their name in the book. Uh-huh. But I couldn't put every musician that played, played with me through the years. It would have been roughly... Three or four hundred musicians have been through my band through the years, through the seventy years, and I couldn't put every name. I put some name, and I just kind of put it a book of a lot of guys. I didn't call every name. I know some of the guys said, "Oh, I played with him. He didn't call my name. Maybe I didn't." So yeah, yeah, you know, it wasn't there wasn't nothing about that. And, and I, I get that with a, with a lot of people who wanted me to call their name. I didn't call her name. Yeah. Wanted yeah. me to say something good or bad about it, whatever they want me to say. But I couldn't say it about everybody, you know? It was a personal thing. If I didn't say it about them, that's the way I felt about it. Right, right. So I'm going to pivot a little bit and kind of make this similar to my other transplant interviews. Um, you've been in Jackson for a while. Uh, I've been in Jackson for a little while. You are originally from Homer, Louisiana. You were raised in Arkansas, and you spent a lot of time in Chicago. Would you consider yourself a Jacksonian? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I would consider myself a Jacksonian, but I'm, a bit, I'm the implant. You, you call me, I'm an implant of Arkansas. I'm an implant of Louisiana. I'm an implant of Illinois. I'm certainly an implant of Jackson. Yeah. You know, Mississippi, you know? Yeah. That because, that because if you inside the book, my great grandparents from in the Jackson, Mississippi area, mm-hmm. you know, and my on my great grandfather's side, it was white. And I, uh, when my great grandfather, I was told that he was on his dying bed, he wanted to buy his land to his children, which he had five kids by my great grandmom and six kids by his wife, who lived in the same house as a slave. So, so when he got to divide, divide his land up to his children, the white side of the family took the black kids and took them to Eudora, Arkansas, and they raised themselves in a barn. That's mm-hmm. how my dad met my mama from Louisiana. Okay. Okay. That's, like, that's, that's implant. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, mm-hmm. This is, this is a... <laughs> A weird question right after that. But I wanted no, to know if no, you... No, and nothing, and nothing weird about your question. Okay. Okay. Um, so, do you have a favorite restaurant in Jackson? 
Yeah, I have two couple of restaurants that I really <clears throat> fond of. That was Sweetie Pies. Okay. And and uh, Sweetie Pies and uh, Roy Dixon have a, a, a little restaurant called a Country Kitchen. Okay. And I just yeah, those are just home cooked food, and I can go in there and kind of order what I want and mm-hmm. the way I want it. And even though they have it, uh, uh, things already fixed, but I can have a little little twist to mind what I want and. They fix it up like a, that's kind of favorite, that's, that was a favorite thing, to, favorite restaurant to me because I can go in there and kind of do what I want to do and ask for, and they cook good food, you know. Okay. Um, if someone was visiting or new to Jackson, what's a, a must-have experience for them? What would be like the first thing you would recommend for them? Uh, in, in, um, entertainment-wise? Or yeah, entertainment-wise. Yeah. And what now? Entertainment-wise. Entertainment wise, mm-hmm. probably go right now. Hallamere would be the thing Ooh, for okay. for the Monday Night Blues section. And uh, uh, of course, now you got you got a few places around town just that that I like the place, but just it's just so dangerous going there because the young folks just don't respect uh, other folks as much, especially yeah. on, and it's just so dangerous to go around. And I and I love the place, love the music, but it's it's too rowdy for me. When I say rowdy, too. Uh, you do cut through it for me, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I just wish, I just wish and pray that the young people wouldn't act that way, especially my people, you know. Right. And uh, and and, and so I can't recommend no place where you're gonna have some fun and wind up in jail or getting hurt. Right. Uh, or being disrespected from from a conversation, uh, the way you act and treat other people. I just can't, you know, just you know, I just can't have. Uh, if I call name of those kind of places, then I'm a bad guy. Yeah. If I uplift someone else, then the guess well, my place just is good. So I just don't recommend no place, regardless where the way it is, to carry on that kind of caravan. You know, that kind of, I call it foolishness, but whatever they want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Just gonna, to recognize, I just don't want to be around the rowdy kind of people who disrespect another. Yeah, I understand that. Um, so I sometimes complain about the lack of, I guess, acknowledgement or marketing or whatever it is that's related to not only blues, but music in general, especially with so, you know, Mississippi being kind of like the, uh, I don't want to say platform, but kind of like the starting point for so much or the foundation for so much. It seems like Tennessee and kind of Chicago has kind of hijacked a lot of what we had and ran with it and done a better job of marketing. So, I mean, what are your thoughts about that being that you are, you know, a blues legend living in Jackson, Mississippi? My thought is a lot of other towns and countries and towns and states are stealing what Mississippi started. Mm-hmm. But they're not much as much stealing as they're giving it away because it assumes that Mississippi, uh, this root of Mississippi being the blues and the, and the starting of a lot of things in music, they seem to go to other towns and other states and seem to forget about what, they, what bridge they brought them across. Right. And, 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 and most of the guys will come from, from the southern state of Mississippi and go to New York, and it's, be, it's, it's New, New York when they leave. But after they say that to you, it's New York. Mm-hmm. If you understand what I'm saying, yeah, you know, you know, and then they get educated to the point where they thinking that the southern state is something less than something else. Yeah, yeah, and and they're misjudging that because it, it don't matter where you're born or where you are, if you if you educate yourself to be 
uh, educated person in life and treat people like you was to be treated, it don't make no difference where you are, Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas, New York, California. It don't make no difference where you are, where you are. Now, I know you're probably saying, well, what is he talking about? I'm talking about there's a lot of upper opportunities in other cities that will may come your way. Mm-hmm. But you can make your opportunity where you are. All you got to do is get yourself together first. Yeah. If you get yourself together, you can do, you can do decent where you're in Mississippi, Louisiana, Chicago, Arkansas, wherever. I know there are some opportunities in different towns and countries and uh, different cities and counties that it's not available to every place, especially Mississippi. Mm-hmm. But then, but then you get your roots here and you move someplace and you get bigger. But when you get bigger, try to pass it back down to where you come from because the sick need to help, not the well. Right, right, right. Is there pass it down? Go ahead. I, I pass it down because knowledge ain't for the one who, who gained the knowledge. Knowledge is to be gained to pass it down to someone who le- have, have less knowledge than you have. Right, right. Is there something we can do as citizens, or is this just based on, like, the agencies that are responsible for marketing or, you know, putting on concerts and stuff? Like, whose responsibility is it, or what role do we all play in it? I think we all have to play a role. I think first role we play as entertainers, we have to be good at what we do. Mm-hmm. If you're good at what you do, you don't have to like a Bobby Rush. But if I'm good at what I'm doing, you say, I don't like Bobby Rush, but damn, he good. That's what matters. You got to be good at There's so many entertainers, I respect what they do, but they're not good at it. Yeah. You got to be good at what you do. Not because you got some something going on like... like um, like a slang thing going, you follow me? Yeah. Like bag it up, baby, bag it up, baby. Drop it like it hot. <laughs> After a while, then what? Then come on, you got to have, you got to have some statement that you make that's gonna last forever. You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, and don't stand behind the thing that that's a cliche kind of a thing, you know? Right, right. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I know you're gonna be traveling soon, and Thanksgiving is gonna be coming up. Are you gonna be in town for Thanksgiving? No, I'll be in town Thanksgiving morning. Okay. My plan is to be Thanksgiving morning. Then I'm going to leave late Thanksgiving afternoon, which is bad to my family, because family like to look at me, yeah. talk to me, be around me, grandkids, kids, and family, period. But 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 I got to do what I have to do while right. I'm able to do it. That is, move on to try to make a living to pass back down to my family while I can. Because I must do all I can, why I can. Because when it comes a time I cannot do, I won't regret what I did not do. Right. So right. I got I to do what I got to do now. So Thanksgiving, my plan is to leave 6 or 7 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm headed to St. Louis uh, so I can be there for Friday morning. And I'll do a show there with Sweetie Pie, which some, a lady used to be with Ike Turner. Yeah. Uh, the, one of the eye cats. And I'll do a show in St. Louis. And the next day I go to Chicago and do a thing with Buddy Guy. Mm. And then I'll go to Gary and Anna, which is that Sunday afternoon. And hopefully the next day I'll be back at home for a couple of days with the grandkids and, and I hope that they have some turkey left for me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> if, they, if they don't, we'd imagine it. You know, yeah. we got turkey on the table. We'll put some chickens and call it turkey. I was going to ask you, you know, in your book, I know you had, like, you're a cook and you had a restaurant um, what does Thanksgiving look like at your house? I feel like the expectations are high. 
but I'm a good cook, and and uh, I don't I don't cook as much as I used to cook because nobody that really eat it. <laughs> but uh, you know, because when you get older, you don't eat that much, and then the kids now is grown and they got grown and on their own. Yeah. They have family, and the ones that don't have family got girlfriend. They go by the girlfriend out eat. So, but I got a couple of great grandchildren around me, and they eat at my house. I go by eat by their father's house, which is their granddaddy. Mm-hmm. I'm the great-grandfather. Then they go by their grandmother's house on the other side, the family. And they got plenty of things to do and plenty of places to stop off and eat. And it, and it's good for me because a couple of hours with them, about as much as I can stand, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But, but I love them. But, you know, I, I love to see them come and I and, uh, love to see them go and so they can come back again on another day, you yeah. know? Yeah. But, but I have a lot of time and a lot of effort that I put into my kids because, hey, I've been a child and I'm still a child in mind. And I just love to give. And uh, and, and I get a lot out of them just seeing them and knowing they're okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um. So do you have a favorite dish for Thanksgiving? Uh, no, not really. Okay. I, 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 I like, I, I like dressing, but I like the the. the, the, the the rim of the dressing, like not the center part, yeah. it's too soft. For me. I like I like the crust part of it, and and and, and don't like. I'm not a very big meat eater, and I eat a couple little pieces of meat with that, uh-huh. and some greens, some ton of greens, and, and and some black eyed peas and some okra, and you get some hot water cornbread. That's by my dish. Okay, okay. That's by my dish, you know. I feel like you'll be impressed by me because I don't think I mentioned it. I always do, but <laughs> I'm originally from New Orleans, so I am going. I'm going to be hosting this year, and I'm going to do a stuffed bell pepper with seafood. You know, it's like oh, get yeah. out of here! Let me tell you something. You mentioned that. Yep. <laughs> I am raising bell peppers in my house. Oh wow! I got two plants out of this. I think I think I had seventeen, eighteen plants. I mean, they're big ones, but. But I ran into, first time I ran into a bell pepper was hot. Uh, I got a hot bell pepper. Uh, and, 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 you know, bell pepper usually could be, you know, just not real hot, but just right. taste of it. But I got a, somewhere I run into a hot bell pepper. Oh, wow. It's so hot to make you cry, but oh, you slap no. the mama. Oh, no. I'm serious. Uh, <laughs> a bell pepper. Yeah, yeah I, I, you know, I'm just got the regular, the regular green ones, but um, no, just the green, just green one, but I, I don't know what happened. Oh, yeah, what happened? Gonna... It got, it's hot. Oh wow! It's the first time I ever saw a green, I don't know where I got the wrong seed or something. Yeah, I don't know what it is. You have an implant or something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I can't do any hot, but yeah, I'm gonna have a mixture of family from both my New Orleans family and my my in laws from Houston. And they really, really, really like it from Houston. So, but yeah, that's what I'm gonna be um, doing. So for me, since I'm hosting, I'm, I'm like, well, we're not gonna really do what y'all do in Houston. This is gonna be like a New Orleans style um, Thanksgiving. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Well, if you and if you want to cut them down from eating so much, come back and get a piece of my Ooh. pepper and put it on there, and they won't eat so much. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, they really acted crazy. Last time I made it, people were like taking it and hiding it. Like they hadn't even eaten it yet. They were just trying to get enough bell peppers for themselves for like layering oh, on and stuff. Boy. So it's been a while. Yeah. It's been since like the pre-pandemic since I've made it. So I know I'm going to have to make right. a ton. <laughs> well, you, you better make a double because they, they use this possible, you know, 
the long time since they had it, so they probably each out of house and home. Yes, you know? yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is a very, very important question to me. Sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie? Sweet potato pie. Good, good. <laughs> yeah, sweet potato pie. Now, I, but, but my mother-in-law, or my wife's mother, she's passed and gone, she could make the best uh, uh, pumpkin pie oh. that I ever saw. Because my mother made made it and I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. That's why I didn't want nobody to cook me no pumpkin pie. Right, right. But when she, when, when, but when she cooked it, I thought it was a potato pie. You know? Yeah. She could, it tastes so but, but then I started eating pumpkin pie, but 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 a potato pie is my favorite. Yeah. Well, my favorite pie, period, is lemon. Mine, you know? too. I think it's sweet potato and then, like, apple pie after that. But Yeah, yeah, but look, that, that's what... But, you know, I like in, in cake, I like coconut. Oh, coconut okay. Cake. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... Coconut and banana. Coconut and banana is just my Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know what we're going to do about cakes yet, but I know there's, like I said, it's going to be high expectations because, you know, this is like my grandparents, my in-laws, and I'm doing all of this on my own. So we'll see oh, how it goes. They're going to make a sweet, a sweet slave out of you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I told them I don't oh, want them okay. to do anything. I don't want them to do any cooking. Their only job is to show up. Okay, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, because yeah, everybody's getting older, so I figured they shouldn't be cooking anymore anyway. So, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Yep. Um, yeah. So, I, I do a segment called Unpopular Opinions. It's inspired by a friend I had on a podcast once before. His name is Lance Wheeler. So, usually... Is people giving unpopular opinions about Jackson, and it's usually fun. But you know, you're Bobby Rush, so you can do anything you want. But do you have? No, <laughs> I can't do anything I want. You can. I, I did. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> no, do, really. Do you have an unpopular opinion of Jackson? I think that uh, politically, uh, that I don't see political means in a political position doing what they need to do for Jackson. Being yeah. the capital of Jackson. Right. They're not doing everything I think they should do for Jackson being the capital of Jackson. Because no, but you you got a lot of other counties in Mississippi seem to take the role of leading. But I think I thought my in my little small mind, I think the capital of city, which is Hine, should be taking the lead in thing to bring uh, jobs and 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 things around the city who bring, who invite people in, and you invite people in by how you make the city look and what you have to offer right. for them to come to you, for right. business and everything else. Visitors, uh, who, how, why would you want to visit Jackson, Mississippi? You got to give them something you want to come to. Why would you want to go to Chicago? You want to go there for the scenery, what it looked like, the taste, the food, or something? You got to give up, give up something. You got to make Jackson, Mississippi. The place where you want to come, for what reason? If you want to go hear some jazz or, or some good blues or some music, you go to New Orleans. They're taking that away from Mississippi yeah. because most of the mu music is played there. A lot of the people that are playing the music is from Mississippi. Right. Right. If you go, if you're talking about the average blues man that made it big in the blues that you know about, that go from BB King, Muddy Water, Hollywood, Hall, they're all from Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. But yet, but they get, but they get popular and take their music 
and their trade and their and their talent some other place. Yeah, yeah. Even Aaron Presley, Mississippi, but he but he took his took it he took it all over the world, but mainly he took it to Memphis, Tennessee. Right, right. Yeah, I definitely, you know, I think most things are race related, <laughs> but I think it is very weird that Jackson is the capital and gets treated the way it does. Um, not, I don't, yeah, locally we have issues, but I always am concerned at the state level how we're treated as well. And I wonder if it's just because we are like 80%, you know, African American, but it is weird. It is. Yeah. Well, we, we have to face the fact that's what it boils down to. But just because it's 80% black, that means that mean where the white money don't don't feed into what two black people in the business as much. But what we got to do is take charge and speak up on the issue because what we fail in a lot of times, not what we say, is what we don't say. Right. Right. We're failing to not saying what we should say. I'm not saying enough, you know. And if we see something going wrong, uh, almost to go wrong, we say, "Well, it's not my business. It's not my child. It is your business. It is your child." Yeah. It is. It's all our. It's all our fault and blame on ourselves if we don't speak up about issues that 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 we don't like or that offend us. Uh, I uh, fall on us, but no, no, no reason other than that we live in this town. Right, right. You know. Yeah, and you know what? I even see like you know our neighboring states how they have advanced so much. You know, I think you know at least they can work together for money purposes, but not even here. Money is not a factor to kind of like get your stuff together and work. You know. Yeah, but not only the, not only the state. You're talking about the counties. Yeah, our neighbor counties in in this state. Yeah, you know when you talk about Jackson to Madison, you know yeah. the Hines to Madison, you know Hines to Burr. It's a, it's different. It's different because let's face face the fact. You know, you know. I don't mean this conversation going to a white and black issue, but what it is is what it is. Right. So it's it's there. Yep, yep. It's there, you know. I definitely. And then we got a situation. Then we got a situation with the virus, and and we talk, we talking about black people as a whole. I'm talking about my people now. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about the other ones. I hear my people talk about. I'm not going to take this shot because here's what I think is happening. That's the wrong information. Right. We should do the shot like we do when we sit down to eat dinner. We sit down to eat dinner. We say I have a blessing. We have got to bless the table, bless the food that we're about to receive. Are we getting ready to receive? Are we receiving? And they should bless it because you don't know where it's come from, who fits right. it, what ground they come from. You don't know. When you sit down in a chair, you trust the chair to hold you. You don't start feeling on your chin until you get by my age. What is it going to fall down? Mm -hmm. When you're young, you just sit down and trust the chair to hold you. Yeah. We should do the, do the vaccination the same way. You don't know what's got it, what's in it. You just, you just trust, right? Because when you take an aspirin, you don't know what's in the aspirin. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you do not know. Right. I'm not saying ever that some people that lap knows, but come on, you know, it's almost like if you're doing a movie, you got a gun. You don't know what's the real bullet in the gun or not. Right. But you trust people who 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 handling the set. That's what you just what you do. Right. I definitely agree. Um, well, I have one last 
question. Yes, ma'am. Do you need a new backup dancer? <laughs> I, I always need a new backup dancer. I always need it. I always need it. I just, this is the truth. I always need it. I got uh, dancers been around me for a long, long time. Uh-huh. And, they, and they're all nice in their ways. Because, you know, uh, some of them been with me for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes, you know, they think maybe they making me instead of me making them. But nevertheless, everybody plays a part. And yeah. It's a good part to play. But I don't take nothing away from them because I want people to know at this last go around of my life that the dance is, is something I've been using. But that ain't that don't make me tick. Right. What make me tick is my music. Right. It's me being a blues man, and my name is Bobby Rush, and the, and the girls just help me perform, but they didn't help me make my name, mm-hmm. my music. My music and what I do for as a music man who made me who I am. My performance make me a bigger artist as performing what people want to come and see my show. That's entertainment. Right, right. But I, but I got but I got here by records, not by not by entertaining. I got here by records. Right, right. Yes, I definitely agree, and I am a new fan. Like I said, I love your book. I love your music. So, and I definitely appreciate you for doing this interview with me. Um, Everybody, make sure you buy Bobby's book, I Ain't Stuntin' You, My American Blues Story. I'm sure this book is everywhere. I picked it up locally at Lumeria, and I got an autographed copy, so that's pretty cool. Uh, For more, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was calling around, too, because I started with Visit Jackson first, because I missed you there. But Lumeria had signed copies. So, um, well, that's awful nice. That's awful nice of you. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank, well, let me let me start off by saying thank you for what you have done, what you're doing, what you're planning to do. Because what you say about me in this interview, what people perceive me to be. Mm-hmm. So thank you in advance for your kind words. Uh, thanks for doing this with me because uh, there's so many things I could talk about about this book. Mm-hmm. But I want people to know that when I tell about the things that happened to me, good and bad, as a black man, especially about my life being up and down, mm-hmm. I come through some hardship, but I had some good times too. Yeah. And the good always take the bad. I want people to leave not feeling sorry for me about something that happened to me, but I want you to know that this country boy from Louisiana, by the way, of Arkansas, Chicago, now implanted in Mississippi. I want you to know that if I made it out of my mess, you can do it too. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Like I said, it was so good and so inspiring. You know, even my husband, he told me to mention it. I was like, oh, that's not relevant. But I will mention it because he talked about even a part of the book where you were like, look, I need to make some money. So I'm going to be doing the opening comedy act, but I'm also going to be selling hot dogs outside. And I hate to tell a book, but, you know, so he was mentioning that because sometimes, you know, you know, we're entrepreneurs, so we have to do what we have to do to make sure we can take that's care of I'm ourselves. I love that. Yeah. That's, well, that's the word. Do what you have to do. Uh, if, you know, I, I, do, I still do this what I have to do. Yeah. This, the people who, who the book, you know, uh, had to wreck, had to book company, who's behind me with this book. Mm-hmm. I love them. They're doing a lot, but they are not doing as much as I do for myself. Yeah. I'm pretty much doing this, getting the interviews and talking to people about my book and going out, working day and night 
up, down, big, little, small, ugly, what have you. I'm out there in it. Yeah. And I got people around me who said, Bobby Rush, you don't act like no artist. You shouldn't be doing this yourself. You know, well, you you can't do this, Bobby Rush, because it don't look good for you because you're doing it for yourself. What 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 me don't look good for me? Right. You know? You driving yourself, you're doing it for yourself. Come on. I do it do what I have to do. When I grow those kind of things, that's a different story. But as long as I can do this for myself and enjoy doing it, and nobody can do for me like I can do for myself. Right. You know? Right. And and that's and, and, and I have to do whatever it takes to make my ends meet. Yeah. Because bottom bottom line, it's, it's it's when I can't do what when I can't do, then people are gonna run away from me. As long as I can jump and perform, people gonna love me. When I get to a place I can't perform, they're gonna cut me loose. Yeah. I already know that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's that's true. And you know that's ego based saying that yeah. like you shouldn't do all that stuff. Like you said, you have to take care not only of your family, but all the people who tour with you too. Like you have to take them in that's consideration. Family. As that's, well. that's, that's family. Yeah. Yeah, that's family. I'm glad you said that because the people around me, I really don't think most of them understand what I do for them. Yeah. I don't think most of them understand that I can do this without them. Mm -hmm. Because if I Bobby Rush with my guitar going to that that don't mean they're not important now. Yeah. But I could do this without them. But I think sometimes it gets in my head and I think uh, I get kind of shattered because I think they think and they could do this. I'm doing this just because I need them to do it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I need a band a whole bit. But I don't need them to make me survive. Right. You know? You know, it's, it's, all, it's a give and take. Everybody want to take, nobody want to give. Right. You know? Yeah. And I give so much away. I do so much free stuff. I, oh God, I do so much free. I hope you put it you on know? your taxes. <laughs> oh yeah, well, well, you, well, you can't put everything on your taxes. Yeah, you pay your taxes on because I, I, I can knock on some wood. I never been pulled down for taxes because I pay seasons what what I do what I want. Mm -hmm. You know, I pay my taxes, but I just don't want to overpay my taxes. Yeah, I don't want to pay my taxes. Yeah. If I made it ten dollar, I pay ten dollar worth of tax. I don't want to pay ten dollar and pay twenty dollar worth of tax. Yeah. It's simple, simple as that. Right. You know, I'm never going down for in, income tax evasion because I'm never going to try not to pay no tax. Yeah. Pay your tax. Yeah, yeah. All I want to do is if you open the door, I get it, you know? Right, right. Well, I appreciate you so, so much. I appreciate you. This is this is awesome. And tell your husband, I sure will thank him. Uh, and I'll put him in a boss position for letting you do this. How about that? <laughs> okay. He'll, we'll let him have it. He'll love that, see? Yeah, we'll let him have it this time. He'll let you do this. How about that? <laughs> <laughs>